Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass has a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along. 737 here, Big 550 KTRS. Let's uh, check in with uh, Ben Fredrickson, St. Louis Post-Dispatch columnist. Good morning, Ben Fred. Hey, good morning, McGraw. How are you? Good. Uh, news uh, in baseball. The Brewers trade Corbin Burns to the Orioles. The Orioles get, get sold, and they make a huge trade. Uh, break that down for us. What does that mean? Well, it's good news for the Cardinals and the Cubs, the Reds, and even the Pirates to some degree. Um, uh, National League Central, that was very much up for the grabs, just got, uh, just got less likely to be won by the Brewers. Um, they've lost their... Their manager, their star manager, and Craig Council, who left them for the Cubs for a record-setting manager contract this offseason. And after making a move where it kind of looked like they were maybe more in it to win it than people thought, signing, you know, Riss Hoskins to play first base, a power, powerful hitting first baseman, they uh, they deal off their ace on uh, kind of the, the run-up to spring training. This is going to be a move that I'm sure a lot of Brewers players don't feel great about. But uh, Corbin Burns was entering the final year of his contract. He was owed, I think a little more than like 14 million. Um, and they didn't want to pay that and risk getting nothing for him when he walked in free agency. So they flip them to the Orioles who are desperate for an ace. Um, and they get uh, a rookie infielder, Joey Ortiz, a left-handed pitcher, DL Hall, both are encouraging young players um but we don't know if they'll be we don't know how they'll pan out exactly and right. in addition to a draft pick um and and that's going to be the move that probably gives Baltimore one of the best rotations in baseball as long as Corbin Burns is healthy and good to go so it's a uh, it's good news for the NL Central it's great news for the Orioles but you feel bad for for Brewers fans a little bit well you have to assume the Brewers kind of know what they're doing so uh, yeah they uh, lose a great maybe <laughs> well, you, you lose a great pitcher, but, you know, do do they have somebody knocking on the door? Do they have a young kid coming up? Um, I get it, but they, they, they flip one one for two really good ones. Orioles have a huge um, minor league program going on. They have a lot of prospects down there. So, I don't know. I, I You trade a pitcher, you know, pitchers are only as good till they till they hurt their arm. So, I don't know. We'll wait and see how it all works out. Yeah, I mean, Burns is a Cy Young winner. He wasn't as elite last year. He was still super solid. Um, I mean, it's the kind of move you make if you're not trying to win big this year and you're more worried about your future. That's what this move is, and that seems to be where Milwaukee is a little bit with some of the moves they've made this offseason other than the Hoskins deal. Um, So in three years from now, it could look like a genius move. Corbin Burns gets hurt this season, and Milwaukee's got two up-and-coming guys who are playing really well, then they're going to look proactive and smart. I am of the side of things that if you're in a division that's up for the grabs, I I don't love the idea of trading your ace um, entering spring training. Um, But but that's that. Some people would say that that's an outdated view. That you got to get what you can for these guys. If you're not going to keep them, you got to strike while the iron is hot, sort of thing. Um, And 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 maybe time will will prove that right. But uh, right now, it looks like like a a Brewers rotation that uh, was really elite for a long time, really competitive, really strong for a long time, gave them a chance to win, and and really made them in large parts, in addition to Craig Council's managerial skills, I think that the most the most steady 
historically high-performing team in the division in the past few years. They never got enough credit, um, but the Cardinals had fallen off and the Cubs had fallen off and the Brewers were kind of the team that was leading the pack and hard to see how that will be the case this year um, after this move, unless they've got some big surprises coming. I'll come talk to you in June and July and see how how these (laughs) comments got better last night too, not just because the Brewers got worse. Right. Um, All right. So, uh, but... Uh, Jordan Montgomery's still out there. Blake Snell's still out there. These, you know, over 30 pitchers uh, in their big money contracts. It doesn't seem to be a market for these guys. Well, there's the Scott Boris waiting game going on here. Both of those two guys are represented by Scott, and he's going to wait this out, and he's going to deal one and then drive the market up for the other. His guys notoriously signed late, and I'll wait to assume that the the wait for them to sign is leading to a – depressed market Mm -hmm. we've seen bryce harper wait and wait and then get a huge deal um it's kind of the scott porris playbook i think also scott porris and his camp wanted to wait in addition to get some separation from the shohei otani otani news i mean (laughs) he was kind of out in the cold it's a rare spot for him to be because he didn't have otani he didn't have yamamoto and they were the big ticket items earlier in the offseason now he's going to get kind of his own circus which he usually prefers his circus so We'll see if if those guys fall apart. There will be guys, McGraw, absolutely, who have to take, you know, pillow contracts or bounce back deals. Um, I just I don't expect it to be those two because there are still too many teams out there that say they want pitching, um, starting pitching. The Baltimore won't be in that mix, so that's one more team that that won't be looking at those guys. So um, I, I can't imagine the Brewers jump into that fray, but. Uh, but we'll see. The, yeah. the Hoskins signing was a little unexpected. All right, um, the so, Cardinals are doing their own thing, though. Um, they went and got a reliever last night, who I think uh, who I think is probably pretty good. Who's that? They signed Keenan Middleton, who finished his season with the Yankees. He was part of that disastrous White Sox group um, before getting traded to the Yankees, and was was pretty electric for the Yankees. And in his finish there to the season, he had twelve appearances. Um, and, and looked every bit of a, of an impact-making reliever, had a 1.88 ERA. He's got good velocity. He's got good swing and miss stuff, and he's got some proven experience in some of these high-leverage roles, which the Cardinals really felt like they were missing from this group. So he's a, you know, he's a veteran of seven years, and he can come in and I think help fortify this bullpen that's got a lot of new names in it. Um, the Cardinals have added quietly – uh, you know, multiple relievers, Andrew Kittredge, who's an all-star for Tampa, Nick Robertson, Riley O'Brien, Ryan Fernandez, all hard-throwing right-handed guys that will join in with guys like Helsley, Gallegos, Jojo Romero, Andre Pallante, Um, And they may not be done. We'll see. But their bullpen has quietly um, gotten some new looks in it. And I, I think I think Middleton can bring something to this group. All right. We'll wait and see. We'll, we'll see how those th- those comments age as well in June or July. <laughs> Wow, you're down. Okay, what can I say that you agree with? No, no, with? no, no, no. Uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't agree or disagree. I don't because we know how fickle Cardinal fans are. That you know the guy gives up one home run in June, all of a sudden he's a bum and fire Moselock. Right. So you know, right, right. I, here's my question to Cardinals fans. So the the if you follow what the Cardinals have projected, they they're they very well could be done now. They they said they were looking for another impact reliever, a guy that could blend in in the high leverage spots. That's that's his that's his resume that's his credential. So the Cardinals the boxes the Cardinals have put out there they have checked their own boxes. People I think generally if given a vote or say they wanted to see a little bit more. Um, my question to Cardinals fans is what is that? Is it going over the top and saying okay look we revisited it 
we, we decided we did want Jordan Montgomery back. We'll go pay him a bunch of money and move Steven Matz to the bullpen. I would love to see that. I don't think it's going to happen, but that to me would be like, okay, they, they re-looked at this. They said the division is there for the taking, and they're going for it. Or is it something else? Like what? At some point, the goalposts can't always move. Like what is the move that would make people happy? I'd be, I actually be curious if there was a consensus answer. Oh yeah, because there's never, there's never oh, put two cardinals in a room, uh, two cardinal fans in a room, and they, you know, <laughs> they'll argue forever. Uh, real quick, while I have you, um, yeah. Mizzou basketball winless in the SEC. Yeah. They lost again the other night to uh, what was a beatable what Alabama team or whatever, or South Arkansas, Carolina, yeah. yeah, Arkansas, yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, are, are they? Are they? Can they go the whole conference season without a victory? Man, uh, you'd think no. Um, then again, at some point, some of the most winnable games are probably behind them, and they've lost eight of their tries to win one in an SEC game, they've got one win McGraw since uh, December 3rd. Um, they beat Wichita state. They've lost to Kansas and they've lost every game since, except for a central Arkansas home game on December 30th. Uh, this stuff starts to add up. It starts to snowball. It starts to build and your confidence starts to erode. And um, I felt like last night against Arkansas was the first time we saw them kind of look defeated um they've been competitive in a lot of these losses and that's not like this isn't a participation trophy kind of thing like you either win or you lose but their 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 losses have been spirited they got kind of showed up i think at home against arkansas and i'm curious to see if they respond to that if they if they kind of if they if they just basically roll over here i think people are optimistic about the future of dennis gates program but look there's no way to put a, a fancy um, silver lining on on not winning a conference game. So they've got a lot of games left. They got ten conference games left here to try to come up with some sort of a positive storyline. If you roll into the off season having basically nosedived through the end of your through the entire conference season, there's going to be some there's going to be some some bad vibes. Yeah, they got to catch. They got to they got to find a way to play their best game. They haven't done it yet. And the, the, the fact of the matter is, McGraw, it's going to get harder because a lot of these teams now are kind of bubble teams, not Mizzou, but they're teams that are going to be trying to get into the tournament. And Mizzou right now is the easy mark, and and teams are going to be, you know, teams are going to be coming after them because they see them as an easy win. And the reality is, they have been so far. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, all right, uh, Ben, Fred, who is your uh, sponsor? Well, here's the thing, McGraw. People these days, they don't ever want a phone number, but I'll give it to you. 314-329-7696. That's the phone number for Sunday Best. If you're doing a Super Bowl party and you want it catered, give them a call. Best fried chicken in town. But it's not just fried chicken. they got great burgers. they got the great catfish po' boy. Not very many places you can find a good one of those around. So check them out. They're at 4101 Laclede, or you can go online, sundaybestchicken.com. Sundaybestchicken.com. Ben, Fred, have a good week. Talk to you on Monday. Sounds good, man. See ya.